very important. It's very important to know as we are discovering and talking about what it means to live a prosperous and abundant life. You know, our journey of coming to understand more about God, more about love, our journey of coming to relate to, that is having a relationship with God and having a relationship with ourselves, thus coming to rely upon that which we understand and relate to more than anything. That is living a prosperous and an abundant life. And so what we've come to know is that our work then is to tear down our resistance to truth. So that we may come to know and accept the truth. The truth that is within us. The truth that is eternal. And Neville Goddard said that this truth will transform you. It will do what love does. It will allow us to begin to see ourselves differently. So, we have to be willing then to examine what we believe and to discover is what we believe the truth. Does what you believe set you free to be who you really and truly are? Does what you believe allow you to represent, to represent, to show up bold and audacious? Does what you believe uh, allow you to be so fully expressed as your God self? Because if it doesn't, then you've got to change your story to speak the truth. Hmm? Yeah. Um, last week I reminded the congregation that in this teaching we talked a lot about change your thinking, change your life. Well, the thing is, is this. It's time that we stop talking about changing our thinking, and it's time that we got busy changing our thinking. Our theme this month, this month is pointing us to this change that I'm talking about. This change that we all must go through to live a prosperous and abundant life. And this change that I'm talking about is just what I, what I just shared with you, is changing our thinking. And Change in general is hard, it's difficult, and changing our thinking is difficult too. So, what we do then is we enter into examining what we believe with some skepticism. And that's okay because skepticism, we need skepticism. I read this definition of skepticism that I want to share with you. It says that skepticism is a virtue. Skepticism is godly. It requires the willingness to question conventional wisdom and the guts to accept something after we discover that it's actually true. What skepticism says is that, that once this and that 
and our relationship with ourselves are called into question. So, at this point in time, here is where we start to feel alone in this big old world. Here is in our lives where we start to ask questions like, do I matter? I mean, would anyone notice if I wasn't here? Do I matter? And sometimes we even become resentful. And that's the story that we are stuck in. That's the story that we have to change. That's the thinking that we have to change. And if we are on the hook to let ourselves off the hook, and just so you know, we are on the hook to let ourselves off the hook, um, then this is the thinking, this is the story that we have to change. We have to start telling ourselves this story. You know, at the center of peace, when we are in person, I like to um, take a moment in the service for people to come together and greet each other. And what I always like to say is, listen, be sure that you look in your neighbor's eye and let them know that they could love that they And on occasion, there are a few people who will come up to the stage and they'll hug me and they'll look me in my eye and they'll say, you and I have to admit that every time it happens, it feels like I'm being told that for the first time. It does something for me. It acts like love and allows me to discover something more about myself. The thing is, I certainly know something about this story. I don't matter. Being a black woman, a black lesbian woman, having pride, who grew up down south, where the story, or the only story, was about sin. What I heard, whether I can say it or not, was that what you're doing, your lifestyle, is not God's. That's what I heard. What I heard is that while we will tolerate you, we will not acknowledge you. What I heard was, you don't
takes our journey into the promised land. We must decide if life is for us and declare that life is for us, accept that life is for us, and never against us. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I kind of just go, I kind of kept on with the story that I don't matter. I kind of just kept that story going on. And even now, when that story rears its head, I have to remember, and we have to remember that life is for us and nothing is against us. We have to remember the principles. We believe in our own soul, our own spirit, and our own destiny. We believe that we are individualizations of God, representations of all that God is. We have to start to remember that I am a unique and perfect expression of God, uh, like Michael, uh, like Dr. Michael Beckwith likes to say, I'm one of a kind, one of a kind. You have to start to remember that love allows me to see myself differently. So, here's the thing. How do we develop the will I am bold. I am audacious. I am black. I 
us to come in to become aware of how the presence has never been absent. It is alive. It is everywhere. It is in the birth that we hear, the sun that we feel, the smell of the roses. It is alive. It's alive in me, and this power, this presence is alive in his love. And I know that we can never be separate and apart from all that God is. We can never be separate and apart from love. Therefore, I speak my word for you and I speak my word for me. This morning, I know that we come to love ourselves. That we set our minds on loving ourselves. I'm and I know that all the universe conspires for our good. But as we love ourselves, we come to know that life can never be against us and always is for us. I know now this to be the truth for you and for me. So I know that each of us then just boldly, boldly change our stories. Each of us begin to speak the truth over and over and over again. I am loved and I matter. I am love and I matter. I am love and I matter. I love and I matter. Until acceptance is turned into acceptance of the truth, that we come to discover something more about ourselves, that we allow love to show us more of who we really and truly this is my prayer for you, and this is my prayer for me. And I'm so grateful for this moment of promise to be able to come and to remind you of who you really and truly are. To remind you that you matter. To remind you that your being here matters. To remind you that there's a urge within you that's seeking to be expressed. To remind you that it might matter to someone else. I'm so grateful to be able to have this moment. Remember this. To remind you to remember this. You have love and you matter. I'm so moved that it's just never taken the words in. Turn them over to the law of mind that I know is always responding to my highest thoughts, my heart's desire. I know now that it is acting upon the words that I just spoke. I move now to a great stance of acceptance. Knowing that it's already done, I joined you and and coming together with me in agreement simply by saying, and so it is. And so it is. Love matters.